Welcome to New Type Flash. This is a podcast where every other week we come to you with Gundam Universal Century in a more or less chronological order. Uh, we are not doing that again this week. As with last week, we are covering Charge Deleted Affair, the portrait of a young comet. Uh, this time we are covering the second arc. Last time uh, it was uh, arc one and kind of a summary where we kind of introduced the the journey to Axis uh, and the introduction of Haman Khan, Maharaja Khan, um, the death of Xena, and um, this the, these two factions that are now fighting, the moderate faction led by Maharaja Khan and the um, moderates, or sorry, yeah, the moderates led by Maharaja Khan and the Enzo faction, which is a, a more warlike uh, radical faction. So, um, at the end of uh, the arc, you know, uh, Shar was able to go out in the zero GR. Uh, Haman was injured um, due to the battle and her um, Schneeweiss, and um, they were able to take the Federation soldiers captive um, without blowing the ship up. So, um, let's just jump in and, and go from here. We're going to do this second arc um this week and then next week we'll do the third arc and the week after we will do the fourth arc and then two weeks after that we will begin gundam zeta all right so enzo is super pumped about the victory and he knows kind of this is you know this is a big battle the the federation is picking on them and this is gonna get a lot of people pumped up to to fight um, there are tons and tons of rallies for Haman, as I mentioned at the end of the last episode. Um, so she's basically becoming a figurehead because of this speech that she gave. Um, and so, but, but Char's going to defend her because she's just a kid. Um, and he's not going to try to like throw Enzo under the bus at this point. Um, but he's not happy with Enzo. Um, and as I mentioned before, uh, Maharaja Khan believes that he can change people's minds and prevent war. Um, this independence through principle speech that he gives. Um, but, you know, he, he fails a lot. So you know what happens later in the series, maybe or maybe not. Um, we get to meet Oksana Boginskaya. I think that's how you say it. It's it's a Russian name. Um, she is a diplomat from uh, Xi'an who shows up and is, is, she's essentially sent to meet Char and... Um, and we'll talk about more about her motives later, but yeah, so she she shows up, meets with uh, Shar and Haman, um, and in this time as well, Enzo is forming a royal guard for Maneva Zabi, who is now um, kind of being set up as the heir to Zion, um, and Shar is put at the head of the royal guard, um, and Haman is specifically. Um, placed in as uh, Maneva's guardian, or lead guardian, or whatever. Um, Enzo's doing this in order to keep Char away from the other soldiers, because he knows that Char is more moderate, does not want a full-blown war, um, and he thinks that keeping Char away from the the regular soldiers will allow Enzo and his people to um, more radicalize the soldiers. Uh, and at this point... We move into 0082, and Haman is now 15. So it's uh, slightly less creepy now, but it's still creepy. Um, <laughs> we get to see um, a third of Axis is apparently shown up to see Haman 
being stated as Maneva's guardian. Uh, and we get a quick little scene with uh, Marshma, Marshmallow Cello, <laughs> like I like to call him, um, Mashimer. He shows up and gives Haman a flower, and he's chasing the procession on foot. He's a, he's a nobody right now, but we know who he is um, as we go through the rest of the series. So these, this is just a little cameo you get to see that kind of um, sets the stage for him. Uh, Shar is being forced to escort Oksana around, um, and early on, she's a pretty annoying character, um, and we, we get this really awkward scene where Oksana um, trips and falls, and Shar catches her in his arms dramatically, and of course, Haman sees this, and um, we get a panty shot of uh haman 15 year old haman being upset so again this manga just gives you some scenes it's like oh she's 15 oh here's a panty shot and you're like ah man come on can't you like age her up a little bit if you're gonna like put all these suggestive uh drawings around um but yeah so oxan is trying to convince Shar to go back to side three um and we see like little shots of people tailing Oksana and Char um and you know something's going on you don't know exactly what's going on but you can pretty much assume that Enzo is sending um spies to figure out who and what Oksana is up to and what her relationship with Char is um and then we see Haman is fangirling all over Char with uh Lieutenant Natalie trying to you know She's just mortified that this woman would allow Shar to catch her. Um, and then we see a nice little talk between Oksana and Maharaja Khan. Uh, they reveal that they both know or believe that Shar is Kasval Daikun. And they believe Char, getting Shar back to side three will get him riled up enough due to the Federation's treatment or mistreatment of um, side three. And it'll essentially like... Get him riled up to the point that he will reveal his identity as Kasval Daikun, the the true heir of uh, Zeon, and restart the independence movement uh, like his father did. Um, take it back from the Zabis. I mean, it's hard. I'm sure it's really hard to take it back from a one-year-old child at this point. Um, but yeah, that's their whole goal is to get Char to side three and get him to take over the, the independence movement. So let's go back to these uh, captive uh, Federation soldiers because, again, Axis is a big rock in space, and so they don't—they can't just like ship them off somewhere and put them in jail. So they are on Axis in this little area um, for prisoners. Um, so these guys are trying to break out, and they succeed, and they kill some guards uh, and take Oksana. Um, captive. So Oksana has like weird access. She basically has access to all of access at this point um, because she's a diplomat and she's like being told to go tour everything. Um, but yeah, so they take over, they get Oksana and they lock out all senior Xeon officials and lock all the cell doors um, in access. Um, so all of the, the prisoners are able to escape and then we get this weird battle hacking scene between um, this goofy looking dude and uh, I think it's Natalie. And the Fed Federation soldiers are essentially trying to get their ship back, get it refueled, and get it back to Earth. Um, 
a group of these captives get in some GMs. And Natalie is trying to get Haman to get into her suit because it's one of the few operational suits and she's close to it. Um, Haman's still kind of traumatized from her last battle where she had to kill people and um, got injured. And she is fighting back against it pretty hard. Um, But Natalie convinces her to jump back into her suit and go out and fight. Um, So this whole time, the Federation ship is being refueled. They basically take over the comms and they tell this this Xeon Axis officer, hey, you need to start prepping this. We're going to do some stuff with it. So he he goes along with it and fuels it up. Um, But he starts to catch on and... um, kind of you see him catch on so you know something's going to happen later on um and then haman is preparing to launch to stop the three gms that that have uh escaping but she doesn't have any weapons really she only has a heat saber she doesn't have um any of her bits or anything along those lines um oksana gets a panty shot we we get to see her uh panties when she kicks some dude in the balls and um yeah, so she she escapes and um, some of the guys like as they're trying to escape, a whole bunch of people start getting killed. She survives, um, and then we get another. I think this is our last scene where we actually get a, a Lala flash. Lala shows up and tells Shar that he needs to help Haman in, in battle, and Shar's like, "What the fuck? All right, I'll go out there and help her." Um, he wasn't really sure of what was going on at this point, um, so. We see um, Heinz advocating that they need to basically restart Axis's control system. So keep in mind, there's this large hack battle that's going on, and um, nobody has well, Axis doesn't have control of their own systems. Um, but they're at the main area, so they can restart the entire um, control system and take things back over. But um, it will potentially kill tons and tons of people because when you restart your um, system. Apparently they don't have any fallbacks. The whole air system will go down during the reboot and it could potentially like suffocate everybody. And that's just a great design principle. Um, lock all of your systems into the life support system. That's amazing. Um, so they eventually get to the, Feder- uh, the Federation hacker and they don't have to restart it. Um, but And they, they, they stop them right as the, sh- the ship um, called the Naiad is like trying to get out of the bay that it's it's stored in um so like this bay is like partially open and so the naiad is not able to get out um so in the meantime haman is out in space now fighting she takes out one of the gms in the hangar um but the other two blow a hole in the hangar and they're able to get out um and then they capture haman and force her out of her suit uh because keep in mind she wasn't very well armed and She's still a relatively new pilot. She's good, but she's not that good. Um, the Federation GM that was damaged managed to stay around, and um, Enzo's top soldier, Monica, or his assistant, essentially Monica, shows up, and it, the, the GM just self-destructs and kills uh, Enzo's top lieutenant. Um, we get to see... Um, Rakan, uh, Rakan Dakaran, Rakan Dakaran. He shows up a lot in Double Zeta. 
Um, he distracts a GM uh, that's holding Haman, uh, and his Dom gets chewed up pretty badly. Um, but Char is able to swoop in and um, cut off the GM's arm right in time to save Haman. Um, so Haman can't get into uh, Char's Gelgoog cockpit because Char does not wear normal suits. And this is something that we've joked about several times and will continue to joke about. Um, and Lala gave him a hard time for it. But yeah, so Haman is stuck out in space. Um, and then the Federation ship was able to get out and it blasts at Char's mobile suit, but he's able to survive and Haman survives um, through luck and a shield. Um, Enzo orders all the Gelgooks to attack and um tells all the axis cannons to fire and natalie is against it but he outranks her so she's basically forced to do what he says um but the federation ship begins unloading its arsenal on axis and just like starts blowing at it um so they're, they're unable to open all of the gates so there's essentially only one gate um that can open up on the far side of axis but it's so far away that um the the Federation ship, which is like going full speed towards the asteroid belt, um, is, or the shoal zone, sorry. Um, the mobile suits can't catch it in time. So they're kind of hosed there. Um, so as the ship gets closer to the, the shoal zone, Char basically has to make a decision. It's like either blow this, this escaping ship up or, Axis is going, It's go, this Federation ship that's now been restocked is going to be able to get back to Earth, um, alert the Federation what's going on, and then they'll send, ostensibly send an entire fleet to go attack Axis. Um, so Char is forced to blow it up, and he, you know, instantly regrets doing it, but he does what he's got to do. Um, Char gets back to uh, Axis. And he just beats the shit out of Enzo. Um, and, he, and he blames Enzo for this whole incident and for Lieutenant Monica's death. Um, yeah, it's it's nice to see Enzo get the shit beat out of him. You don't get to see it too much in this this um, manga, but this is, was really satisfying. Um, then we get to see a uh, another weird, awkward scene where um, all of the girls, so Oksana, Natalie, and Haman go to a hot springs um natalie is apologizing to haman for putting her in danger um and we learned that haman basically is at this point she's like i don't regret fighting she'll i'll survive you know i, I want to be a pilot is what she's telling natalie at this point she's like i'm good i've got these new type abilities for a reason um this whole scene is a lot of char character development but it's again Hard to do when they're emphasizing, you know, the 15-year-old Haman naked with these two other adults at a uh, hot spring. <laughs> um, and then as a wrap-up at to the end of this arc, um, we get a little brief information. So Enzo basically gets away without getting in trouble. Um, they were able to shift the blame onto Maharaja Karn for giving Oksana access to all the facilities. So as I mentioned before... She was basically given carte blanche to the entire um, base as a diplomat. Um, and they were basically like, well, if you wouldn't have given this chick 
access, she wouldn't have been there. She wouldn't have been kidnapped and they wouldn't have been able to use all of her um, accesses to shut everybody else out. So they blame Karn for that. Um, but at the same time, Enzo believes this has kind of set his his faction back. Um, and once again, Char is more and more popular because he's able to save the day again. Um, so Enzo's just not happy with this whole situation at all, but, you know, he still has hope and he's getting his ideas in place. Um, and that his ideas getting into place moves directly into the next arc, which is where we're going to discuss, um, Char and Haman and everybody heading to Axis as a result of all of this battling that's gone on. So again, I hope you enjoyed it. This was the second arc of four for Char's Deleted Affair. Um, you know, the, the big things here are more, you know, the, the end result is these Federation soldiers that were captured in the last arc, they attempted to escape large battles. Haman and Shar end up looking awesome again. Um, we get a few more cameos. We get to see um, Haman being instated as the guardian for uh, Maneva Zabi and Shar also being put in charge of the Royal Guard. Um, and a lot of these are p political machinations, but... Um, nice big space battles and all that fun stuff so next week we will come to you with uh arc three of four for charge elite affair portrait of a young comet hope you enjoyed it please feel free to reach out to us on twitter at new type flash pod or give us some feedback on our reddit thread on the mobile suit gundam subreddit thanks for listening and we'll see you in a week <laughs>